0: This is the day. This is the day.
1: <laughs> this is the
2: day. I was about to
0: start singing a song. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord. Ha-
2: <laughs> it's Sunday morning. Welcome to the popping welcome. the questions. This is our
0: church version. Mm. uh, Yeah, close that door. This is the- welcome to church, y'all. Welcome to church. This is church now. Come in. Pass around the offering plate.
2: And give us some money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give us some money. We are tax exempt. We are a church now. <laughs> hey, Taylor. Uh, we're recording this the earliest we've ever recorded.
2: Yes, that's true.
0: And um, I'm still a little sleepy. I'm not. Well, I'm glad. I'm proud of you. So uh, I'm
2: fueled <clears throat> by uh shot of nice. espresso and, you know, the anger of a thousand sons.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so uh, Taylor and I are recording this very early this week because uh, I'm in tech rehearsals um, mm-hmm. for a show. Uh, and we're in those weekend tech rehearsals, and you know, they call them 10 out of 12s because you rehearse. Well, you're at the theater for 12 hours and you get two one hour, two one hour breaks. So you're rehearsing 10 out of 12 hours and it's the worst.
2: But you're living your dream, as my mom would say. Yeah, whatever.
0: Anyway, <laughs> Taylor, hello. How was your life? Great. Yeah, we had a, we had an intense... Uh, emotional podcast last week
2: We did, we did It was full
0: of emotions Sure was Very beautiful, very raw
2: Yeah, like, and then the next day I threw up a bunch and watched Coco So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't watched Coco yet and I really need to Yeah Um, well, Let's just jump right in the cast Let's figure out what we're doing okay. in our lives um, The questions this week were Taylor's got them on her phone like she and always does you. And I'm going to pull them up On my computer. So, um, who was first? Was it me or you?
2: It's you, I think. Or no, actually, it might be me. It might be.
0: It might be me. Okay. Already, already. In sync song. It's you. You're first. So Taylor's question was, "What is the greatest accomplishment of your life?"
2: And Josiah's question was, "What do you value most in a friendship?"
0: Uh, Taylor, you're gonna go first. So who did you talk to?
2: I talked to Charlie Baker.
0: Charlie, yes. my dude. A friend of yours as well. A friend of your, mine as well, yeah. Uh, Charlie and I are going to, we're, we're joining <laughs> an axe throwing league together, which is a very fun thing that yeah. had, was going to start in the next month. I'm super pumped.
2: And uh, do your very, music thing. A very sad music thing, yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> um, um,
0: Charlie's a good, good guy. Yeah. Charlie and I are on a mu- uh, music improv team together. We have a lot of fun.
2: So. I met up with him to dye his hair turquoise Mm -hmm. and also, uh, yeah, to just do that. And then I was like, this is a great opportunity. Let's seize this moment.
0: Seize the day. Now is the time to seize the day.
2: Great. Uh, (laughs) and. (laughs) No patience for me right now. None. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, hey, Charlie, uh, what, uh, you know, uh, is your greatest accomplishment in life yeah and he said that his greatest accomplishment was probably coming out as trans oh yeah I was gonna say, that's transitioning. a good person that's a good person to ask <laughs> uh, yeah uh and you know just like basically doing the damn thing just and doing the dang thing i was like yeah 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 and you know he asked me and it took me like kind of a hot minute to think about it because there's so much I want to accomplish that I like, it's hard for me to focus on what I already have. But what we kind of like circularly got around to was that the things that we considered as our greatest accomplishments Mm -hmm. actually uh, are just things that we did out of like complete necessity. Mm. And that like, it wasn't that we like worked and worked and worked to do these things. It's just that like, it was either we did those things right then Mm -hmm. or like, we just like spiraled out
0: yeah like do or die yeah yeah pretty much yeah that makes sense
2: um and i don't know it's it's so funny because like i think about things that people would consider as accomplishments like in my life like graduating college i'm like okay like you're you're
0: gonna do that you know i have
2: my undergrad degree but like both of my parents have a phd so i'm like basically kind of lazy yeah uh, same, same. Or like I don't know, like moving to the big city.
0: <laughs>
2: Single girl in the big city. Welcome
0: this this fall on NBC. It's yeah. it's just a re- remake of, of New Girl already. We just remade New Girl.
2: Went ahead and redid it. Even
0: though it's just just finished. Guess what? Remake. No, I I feel you because like there are so many things that like the big things I've done. Um, like similarly, like moving to a big city. Like people are like oh, you're so brave, and I'm like no I'm not that wasn't a brave thing I just did it like
2: that's literally what Charlie said people are always telling uh him how brave he is and he's like uh just living my life <laughs> yeah I just kind of did the thing that yeah. I needed to do
0: yeah it's it's and like especially for Charlie I mean that's I mean that does feel like a huge thing but for like his life um, it's probably much more of like, yeah, I had to do this to like move on and survive and become the person who I want to be. And like, very, and like, that's a big change, like to anybody outside who's not like, to, especially, you know, us being cisgender people who yeah. can't really comprehend that, but that, that's a big change to us. But like some cis or some transgender people I've talked to, like they get kind of annoyed with the, um, how often like, uh, uh the transition is like focused on in media about transgender people. Cause they're like. It's just like, it's just a thing. Can we, can we, can we, can we move on to like, you know, the rest of the the life?
2: Yeah. It's like, okay, uh, trans people are going to transition. Fat people are going to wear crop tops and nobody is (laughs) being very brave. They're just living their life. life.
0: Especially, especially like, I don't know. I never feel very brave in general because I'm like, my life is, you know, I have a lot of privilege and my life is pretty easy in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're so brave. Move to the big center. You're like doing all this stuff. And I'm like it's no bravery involved. It's just, and it's the same thing with like graduating college. It was like, that's not brave. I didn't do anything like out of the ordinary. I mm-hmm. just, I just went to college and then grab, like, it's not, I, I don't want to say it's not hard because some people do find it hard and some people don't graduate, but also it's not that hard <laughs> if you're, if you're applying yourself and if you want that. Cause yeah. I think the people who have issue with college are people who like don't actually want to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And like I did for a year, I was like, didn't do a very good job Mm -hmm. um so but what did you end up with because you still haven't answered i don't think oh
2: my question yeah (laughs) yeah so okay real time alert uh yeah basically what i said was um that i think one of my greatest accomplishments was for me when i was 14 years old I basically decided to stop going to visit my dad. Oh. And that was really hard, but um, there was kind of, like, a long buildup of not being, like, particularly well taken care of and, like, not really being... Um, I don't want to say, like, I wasn't understood, but, like, pretty much, like, there was a total, like, discrepancy between, like, what he needed to do Mm. and, like, what he actually did. And then, like, there were points where I was, like, literally my actual safety was thrown into question. Mm. And, like, there were things that him and my mom had discussed that, like, I was not supposed to be in, like, certain environments. And, like, he would continuously put me in those environments And, like, basically got to be, like, when I was 14, and I was, like, about to break up with my first boyfriend ever, and, like, all of my friends from junior high were, like, turning on me because um, one of the girls, like, basically told the other ones that I had been, like, drinking and doing drugs all summer, which literally is hilarious so if you think about this is, who i was as 14 this, year old this me. is get, this is
0: interesting because this goes into my answer later with who i talk to we keep going
2: and um so i was like pretty standoffish for like my little visit mm-hmm. and then like my dad just said something like pretty pretty cruel but i remember i came home from that trip and i was like mom i'm not gonna do this anymore and yeah. she was like okay and she like didn't really question it too much Which was great and pretty much what I needed Because I wasn't like really I don't think I really explained to her Hi mom, you're getting a a fuller Picture of it now
1: Yay! But
2: uh, Yeah, so that was like probably my greatest accomplishment Is like as a 14 year old like Taking advocacy for myself and being like I'm not gonna put myself Through this anymore It's uncomfortable, it's hurtful And I don't need to do it
0: Good Good
2: So, yeah, but my song this week is just all about um, doing stuff because you need to and not because uh, you necessarily want to and not because you've been working towards it, but just because it's the thing to do.
0: do Let's listen to
2: it. Great.
1: Yes,
0: That was lovely Thanks It was um, I think it was another quintessential TWC track. track hmm. um, Cause I feel like That was also That was like a classic Taylor Singer songwriter here, <laughs> here we are Here we are And it was lovely And I really like I really like the chorus And it was like I feel like that's another Like Sarah Bareilles song That I'd hear on the radio You know hmm. Where I'm just like Sarah make me feel good <laughs> Make me feel like I have Hope Which interestingly enough I think to um, You know Sort of Contrast Last week's song Mm -hmm. Very hopeful I think This today's song Yeah definitely This week's song Like the uh, There is a It seems optimistic
2: It is optimistic You
0: know what I mean I like it Thank you I like the optimism It's a good look
2: It's a good look Yep. I was definitely feeling those Sarah Bareilles feels. Mm-hmm. I was definitely just like, it's like, it's like a, like, you're going to step up and you're going to do it. Um, and like, that's something to be proud of. But also it's just like, you're just doing the thing.
0: You're just doing the thing. You're just doing the dang thing. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. That's all there is. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good song.
2: Thanks. Alright So Josiah Yeah Your question was mm. What do you value most in a friendship? Yes
0: Let's get out the notes So uh, this week was very busy um, Talked to my mom this week uh, Sherilyn Robinson mm. uh, because You called your mom I called my mom So uh, I, I meant What I meant to do was uh, I was uh, hanging out with my mom And my dad And my cousin who lives in Chicago mm-hmm. um, Sarah Musser And um we were, it was Sarah's birthday, so we were kind of all, and my parents were in town for a second. So we were all hanging out, and I was like, "Oh, I should ask everybody the question while we're all, like, sitting here having little little afternoon wine. But I forgot. So, <laughs> then, so then I called my mom uh, later, <laughs> because I was like, mom, I was going to do this, I forgot. Uh, but I also wanted to get my mom's take on this, because my mom um, is uh, of a different generation than the other people that we've been talking to and um also has moved a lot Mm -hmm. uh especially in the last like 10-15 years and she has some like really lifelong affirming friendships that she still that she still talks to so i kind of wanted to get her take on this so her immediate response was um uh the thing she most looks for in a friendship is sympathy and empathy Mm. so people who can you know really uh feel what you're feeling and understand what you're feeling and be there for you and like put yourself in your headspace and vice versa. Um, and that's something my mom's really good at, uh, is being empathetic. And I think it's something that I've gotten from her, um, is sort of being able to, um, and I'm like, I, I, I can be very judgmental and very like harsh, but, um, a lot of times it's kind of a front because I, uh, or it's something I put on because in uh, a very deep level, I like totally, under i normally i'm like i totally understand where this person is coming from yeah um but it was interesting you said that thing about when you were 14 and then those friends were like being awful um because like, well, what, what what was the they said yeah. you've been doing drugs and like drinking, drinking. And stuff. yeah so my mom which, which yeah it's, it's crazy just so crazy well my mom was telling me about and this is something she, I, she had mentioned before but hadn't told me the whole story but um she was in junior high which so was about seventh grade 12 ish uh, she And she mentioned this as being sort of like, because I asked her, I was like, you know did your concept of what a good friend is change as an adult, and like what, you know, all this. And she said um, that when she was in junior high, she had a really horrible experience where she made the 8th grade basketball team mm-hmm. and when she as a 7th grader, and so all the 8th graders hated her. And her dad was also the superintendent, so they're like, I mean, she's not like that. And like, they like, like, did the whole, like, become your friend, betray you on purpose thing. <gasps> and like, like... Threatened to, to drown her. Yeah, like all like all this crazy like all this crazy stuff. And my mom was Girls like, "Girls are
2: mean. Girls dude. are mean."
0: And that's something that me and my mom went on to talk about. Um, was also you know the difference between female and male friendships, or mm-hmm. just feminine and masculine friendships, um, because we also talked about how like. Um, you know, is it a societal thing? Is it a you know the way we're raised thing? Is it a biology thing? Because you do find that, especially in adolescence, especially in those teen years, that like female friend female friendships can get wild and real yeah. cutthroat. And um, something I experienced too in like college was uh, seeing the competition in the theater program amongst the women being like way more intense than it was amongst the guys. Yeah. And and then something we talked about, too, was you we were like, is this, is this more of, like, a feminine thing than it is, like, a female thing? Because we've experienced that. Like, I've experienced that in my friendships with, like, gay men is much more intense than, like, straight mm-hmm. men. So, like, I would love to, if there was a study on this, which I don't think there is, but also more anecdotal evidence. Because um, it is. Those, those kind of friendships... Well,
2: yeah. I mean, also, uh like, women are basically... It's like a societal expectation to like have them turn on each other because yeah. there's only room for <clears throat> like for one. one, right?
0: That's, and it's the same because I was like, I was talking to my mom and I was like, I think it's just like, I feel like it's a societal thing. It is. Because there's also mm-hmm. the like, um, it, there's also the pressure to like be the best, be the prettiest, be the, be the, fun, like for for women, like be be the best, be the prettiest, be like the focus of attention. um especially if you're
2: so you have this you have a couple of things going on right because women are given permission to be more emotionally intimate with each other than men are given permission to be so you have like this existing expectation where you are supposed to be able to tell every single thought and feeling with this girl that that you are surround or girls that you're surrounded by um but then also like the expectation is that like there's only room for one of you, so you have to tear each other down. Right. Right. Um. And like, of course, like in the nice like version of life, that doesn't happen, but it does happen. Well, and especially
0: especially when you're when you're putting in like adolescence and like hormones and growing and you don't and like no no one knows how to communicate when they're 14, and then you also put on those societal pressures of like this is, like, you those mirroring patterns of like this mm-hmm. is how to be friends when you're a woman like sex in the city this is how you do it and then it's like oh that's not great and you're and that's and you mentioned like women being giving more permission to be emotionally intimate and Mm -hmm. that's like so true because that's also something I've, I've, i've read about too where like um uh men are like especially men aren't given that sort of License to be intimate with their friends, yeah, and which is I think, and
2: especially American men,
0: especially American men, and you get that, and and that's sometimes why you have so many issues with American men uh, misinterpreting their relationships with women, Mm -hmm. uh, because they're like, oh, we talked about emotions, I guess we must be in love, and it's like, oh yeah, that could just be friends, bud, um, and it's it's it's, yeah, it's that stupid societal norms that we mirror because. America is bad. Yeah. Uh, and Our culture sucks. Um, but so we, my mom and I talked about that. We talked a lot about like societal norms and expectations for women versus men and friendships, which was cool. And uh, we also talked about just how like uh, as you grow older, like you have friends who are like in it for the long haul. And then a lot of times that comes from like shared trauma or going through something mm-hmm. intense together. Yeah. Because a, uh, a lot of my mom's like, like forever friends are people that like, they really shared like her and my dad or like her and specifically shared like some really intense stuff together and like were able to go through that together. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, yeah, I have those friends too that I've gone through bad things with and know they're going to always be there. But my answer was sort of, um, uh, like I feel like I'm really loyal friend, but loyalty isn't the thing I necessarily most uh, like value. What I said is I like to, um, I like to be challenged. I like to learn. So I like friends who can teach me things and who like sort of force me to um, defend myself. Hmm. And you came up in the conversation. I was like, Taylor's a good friend because she's constantly making me defend why I feel certain ways. (laughs) (laughs) And um I mentioned uh, Lucia. You know Lucia? Uh-huh, yeah. uh another great Another great friend of mine who every time we talk, it's really cool because we're able to discuss, like, sort of lofty ideas and mm-hmm. we kind of teach each other things. And my little brother Joel, like, Joel's a good friend to me too because he's always teaching me and, like, b- and pushing me to, like, learn new things. And th- those are the kind of, like, I, I... And we also talked about how, like, there's different kinds of friendships and you're going to have different kinds of friendships, different things. Yeah. And some of my oldest friends are some of my best friends, but we don't necessarily push each other in that way. It's more mm-hmm. just, like... Shared experience and like love the same thing. So, so this song is kind of about having a um, having those friends that are like kind of forever and like that bond that's sort of deeper than blood sometimes. Yeah.
2: So cute. All right, yeah. let's hear it. Okay. <laughs>
3: the glow, put your finger down, and one day that's where you'll go. We will grow and leave this town, and forget what we used to know. We cannot choose what's in our veins, but we can choose our friends. You may not share the same DNA, but I'm with you to the end.
1: We're miles apart
3: and years away from being together again. So I can't wait for the day I can say it's good to see you, old friend. In our veins But we can choose our friends We may not share the same DNA But I'm with you Till the end We're miles apart And years away From being together again So I can't wait For the day I can say It's good to see you Old friend If we were apples We If we were babbles, it'd be just you and I If we were cloth, we'd be cut the same If we were drops, we'd be in the same rain If we were songs, we'd have the same tune If we were balls, we'd make the same sharpen each other if we were family we would be brothers What's in our veins, but we can choose our friends. We may not share the same DNA, but I'm with you till the end. We're miles apart and years away from being together again. So I can't wait for the day I can say it's good to see you all.
2: sweet is it sweet i liked that so much that reminded me of being in tallahassee i know
0: Hmm. it i it was it was um it was sweet and simple and kind of cute and a little corny (laughs) yeah just like my mom
1: oh when i
0: was writing i was like this song is like my mom And she's the one who inspired it.
1: Two apples in the same pie. Or two
0: apples in the same pie. <clears throat> now I was, yeah, I was coming up with all these like metaphors, and I was like, "This is fun." <laughs> uh, yeah, the I think the idea of that song is just like those friends that you have forever, that you sometimes you don't see as often. You're far away, and then. You know, you, uh, when you get back together, you're like, just like old times. Mm-hmm. And something my mom said uh, is a Bible verse, but something that she um, mentioned too, like when I was talking about what my goals in the friendship are, uh, it's like one of the proverbs, something. but it's like as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Mm-hmm. And I love that image of, and I think it's like when you have a really good friend, like you're both like, just like... <laughs> sharpening each sharpening other and like that was, that was my sharpening <laughs> noise and I was also moving my head mm-hmm. like I was sharpening yeah. um, so let's ask each other questions great uh, you're, uh, you asked me first because yeah you were first
2: okay Josiah yeah. what is your greatest accomplishment in this life <laughs> in your life
0: <laughs> in this life um, I don't know this is a I have two answers and one is like very sort of surfaced and the other one's a little deeper Mm -hmm. Um, because when I was thinking about this and I was thinking about what my answer would be I was thinking like what are my life goals that I've set and like what have I achieved right Um, and moving to Chicago was a big one but like we talked about that wasn't like I just did it like you can just anybody Mm -hmm. can just move to Chicago Mm -hmm. I think one thing that I was very proud of um, that I set out to do and I did was I got on a Herald team at IO uh, which was a goal of mine yeah um, in college and I did it and I felt very good about it but also you Know living in Chicago for a while, like that's a it, it is a cool thing, but it's also not like the biggest deal. <laughs> um, and like also having performed, like performed there and like been a part of improv for a while, like it's not my not as much my bag as I th- wanted it to be, right? Um, so that's kind of a surface sample of like a goal that I achieved that I really wanted to achieve. Um, but when I think about like I don't know the like the wording of the question, like the most the greatest accomplishment Um, I don't know I think it's like there was um, there was a really uh, intense summer and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about like shared trauma with friends Um, the uh, one one summer in a summer stock show I did uh, there was a uh, a car accident and uh, we lost uh, five members of the cast Mm -hmm. I can't remember if I've told you about this before Yeah, Um, and uh, we took like it was really really just awful and tragic and um a lot of people went home for the summer we had about a week and a half left of shows and some of us just stayed and like kept doing the show um and very much of like the show must go on like Mm -hmm. this is how we're going to process this is we're going to keep doing like art Mm -hmm. as much as that show could be called art right um and uh yeah those people that i went through that summer with are like some of my still very close friends um and going through that And being able to Because uh, everyone mourns different ways And everyone deals with grief in different ways And some people just needed to go home And for me and some of my friends It was like we needed to do the show And I think um, like being able to Do the show And like actually getting through it And um, sort of in honor And like in remembrance Is probably the Probably the great. I, I feel like the most um, Important thing that I've done in my life mm-hmm. Whether or not that's an can be called an accomplishment is like accomplishment. kind of a weird word. Cause it makes it is so, no It is a weird yeah. word. Like, and I think it's, it's like, funny that both of us
2: like skirt away from it.
0: Right. It's like, I don't want to talk about like, I got a hundred on my test. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's, I mean, like, that's what and I, I
2: think. That also speaks to like how both of us are like more process minded than, um, result minded. Oh, totally. And I think that's also, yeah, generally yeah. like an artistic thing
0: agreed so that that's kind of what i go to i think is is just probably that because it definitely was the most important like and it was a huge um like shift in my life where a lot of things changed yeah a lot of, like when you go through a big trauma or tragedy like a lot of things get put into focus and yes something i remember my gt and i we, we went through that together and something sometimes we just talk about that a lot where we're like sometimes like people's worries just seem real petty yes <laughs> and you're like oh, okay yeah um You know no big deal but and like and not to not to diminish anybody's struggles but like when you go through something very intense and traumatic you're like
1: oh Oh, everything
0: (laughs) else is really easy
2: like oh i'm sorry did you get the wrong color duvet in the mail today right
0: i'm sorry did the um i'm sorry is the meeting running late oh no
1: (laughs) the powerpoint
0: won't work That was me slamming my head against the wall. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: No, I agree. Because a similar thing happened to me and my friend group in high school. Yeah, I think you mentioned uh, that a little bit, too. Yeah. Where our friend Rachel um, died from cancer and... Uh, that was like, it really pulled us all together and we all kind of were like, mm, nothing else, like, petty things just don't matter.
0: Yeah, like when life and death is put into a very clear, yeah. like, binary in front of you at a young age, you're kind of like,
2: oh, fuck, okay. And like something that happened too in our high school is that we had a lot of deaths, actually, like at least one a year. Jeez. And... Uh, this is weird
0: because it's the same.
2: Yeah, and, but I will never forget, it was like, less than two months after our friend Rachel had died and this boy named... I'm going to say his real name because I like to internationally ruin his inner his reputation when i can blow up his spot um his name is spencer powell and he lied to everyone about him having cancer like less than two months after our friend died from it
0: oh he dear evan hansen did
2: he mega did that except that he's just like a pathological liar for forever for always that's awful and um yeah it was like probably like one of the worst things and like i'll never forget like him being like, "Yeah, I got this shot, and now the cancer is gone." And we're like, "That's not what? how it works, bro." Absolutely not. And like Idiot. the type of cancer he like try, he pretended to like have like actually one of our teachers had had Jesus. that, and so she was like, "I don't think that." he's actually going through this thing and we were all like yeah.
0: What an awful thing for a te- what a weird position for a teacher to be in where you're like
2: pretty sure my
0: kids lying about having cancer.
2: So, That's speaking awful. of things that you value in friends.
0: Oh yeah, well so yeah. Uh, what do you value most in your friendship, Tim? Uh
2: is I I honesty? value um honesty. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yes. I value um <clears throat> Yeah, I value um a friend who can kind of like ground me and bring me back to earth because mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. very much like will just be like well i'm gonna go do this thing and i have this idea and um i'm just gonna go ahead and put that all on the plate stick it in the microwave and then it'll be done and they're <laughs> like taylor you have to put it in the oven
0: <laughs> it's not just a microwave
2: you can't just microwave it and sometimes get it done.
0: the burrito tastes better if you put it in the oven
2: yeah that's exactly right uh and so i've had the same best friend since kindergarten it's adorable. Uh, it was the first person yeah, She was the my first person, yeah. Kara. And she's always, I'm always telling her things that I'm thinking about doing. And she's like, okay, but be aware that when you do this, like X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like this weekend, I was looking at uh, apartments because I can either like resign my lease or I can, you know, fi- maybe not and like look for someplace else to live. Um, which like, is kind of pivotal because I moved into my apartment uh, kind of like as quickly as possible
1: yeah.
2: and like didn't really like have very much time to look. And so I was like, well now I can actually like take my time and maybe find like a one bedroom instead of a studio and mm-hmm. I can do this and that and the other. <laughs> but uh, I was talking to her about this apartment. I was like, well, it'll be nicer. It'll be a oh, one bed and it'll be like $100 less a month. But, like, it's not dog-friendly, so I would have to, like, pull out my, like, emotional support animal card on them. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, but just know that any damage that incurs, they'll be more harsh about. And, like, also if the dog barks, the neighbors are going to be really shitty about it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, she's right. I know she's right about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, like, I really uh, value her always doing that and also... Um, Like, I think something that we have always said is just, like, we would just drop anything and everything for each other, basically.
0: Yeah, I think that's something really cool about those old friends, too. Because when I think about my, um, like, like I said, I I, I like friends who challenge me and, like, teach me things. And, like, but some of my old friends, we don't really necessarily have that kind of relationship. But they are those people who I'm like, if I was like, hey, I I broke my arm and I can't, I'm (laughs) in Chicago and I'm in in the middle of a street. Yeah they'd be like well i'm in texas but hold on <laughs> yeah but yeah those are the, they're the friends who like if i needed a place to stay if i like all like you know or if i needed help or and i know they would they would be like hey you know we'll yeah. we'll, we'll help you in whatever way we can even though we're far away
2: and i um, think like especially because i am a pretty independent Uh, minded person where i just like want to do things on my own yeah that like the friends who reach out to me and who are like can i come bring you like something or like do you need to like meet up with somebody that like is very valuable to me because otherwise i would just like
0: be a little island yeah yeah that's true yeah i am yeah yeah i think i think uh friendships especially when you grow up and when you're as you're growing up as an adult are weird and they're complicated and uh but that's something my mom talked about too is she was like she was like you know when, what she said she's like you're never gonna have as many friends as you did in like high school and college hmm. uh when you get into the rest of your life because those are weird because high school and college are weird situations
2: yeah they're a little, little, uh submarines.
0: Yeah, that that do have nothing to do with the rest of your life. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then you get into the rest of your life and you're like, "Oh, everything's different." And so but you you find those people a lot of times in school that mm-hmm. you're going to hold on to for forever. And um, someone's out out of school and um and that's really beautiful. Whenever you have those people that you can hold on to that you're like have them in your little back pocket and you're in their little back pocket and you're like going around in life with each other in each other's pockets.
2: Yeah. Little pocket, poly little pocket, pocket. Little friends. pocket pals. Pocket pals. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. We should make a That's shirt. That's our
0: merch. Yeah, a little shirt, a little, a little pocket, and there's yeah. a little guy in there. It's like, but it's it our, would be us. It's our little heads, and they're like chibi. They're like anime chibi style, and we're like, yeah. And we that'd have like be. big eyes, and we're really <laughs> cute. And we're really cute.
2: <laughs> I love that.
0: And that'd be very cute. Great. Love um,
2: it. Keep it.
0: Keep it. Market it. TM, TM, TM. TM. Someone making shirts. Taylor, this <laughs> yep. was a shorter episode. Good. I think because it's early.
2: It is. Well, it is early, and also we you got know. places to be. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, so let's let's wrap up. Great. <clears throat> let's see the questions for next week.
2: I'll tell you what they are.
0: Oh, these are intense.
2: Yep, they are. Uh, so next week it is: what is your most treasured memory? Okay. And what is your most terrible memory? Oh Jesus. <laughs> um.
0: Do you have a preference?
2: Um. I
0: feel like if either of us takes terrible memory, we might end up talking what we just talked about this week.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I have other things I could pick.
0: I have other things too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you think? Would you like the challenge oh of doing most treasured? You've been pretty upbeat lately. That's true. Um, I, I
0: I have been pretty upbeat. But do you want to you know dig down into the depths and do terrible? Uh, well, I think uh, you need to do treasured because you're you just went through you just went through some heartbreak and you might need a little positive spin.
2: I'm fine. By the way, I'm the way you fine. said that.
0: It Was very just like, uh, insistent and indignant. Um,
2: I'm fine. <laughs> I know you're fine, but I'll have you know, I went on a date this week. Jesus, because I'm, I'm so proud of you. Cute and fun, <laughs> and desired. Uh, uh, okay,
0: well, look at your mental state and tell me. Do I'll you do want treasured to- memory. It's okay. fine.
2: I will do most treasured memory. I'll do
0: terrible because then I can go back to my spooky folk roots. That's great. And wait, then, wait. I have, I have. Wait, I have an idea. What? What if we both do both?
2: What if we both do both? Yeah. Double header?
0: Yeah. What if we both do both? Let's do it. Okay. So okay. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, like, and we ask the person, like, give me treasured, give me terrible. Like, let's look at the duality. Great. I like that. I like that these, too. Because these questions are very similar, so it'd be very easy in a conversation to do them both. hmm All right. That's, we're mixing it up this week. Whoop uh check us out on all the social media
2: facebook twitter gmail
0: gmail popping the questions pod at gmail.com popping the cues on twitter popping the questions facebook group and on soundcloud we're popping the questions if you want to listen to the songs by themselves yeah. listen to the rain
2: listen to the rain what that foley work <laughs> and also um call your mom unless you're estranged from your mom
0: and then don't call her and call your uh, maternal figure in your life or your paternal figure in your life.
2: Yeah, whichever
0: whoever's taking care of you and loves you the most. Yeah,
2: call them. Call them. Uh, just
0: talk about life. Talking them. Talking them. Talking them about life.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay.
1: I love you. Bye. <laughs> I
0: Love you. Bye. <laughs>